Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today in Matthew chapter 8, moving on to verses 5 to 13, Matthew's account of the faith of the centurion and the healing of his servant. This now is the second act of healing mentioned by Matthew here in this chapter. In the first miracle, the healing of the man with leprosy, Jesus accomplished by touching the man. This was our focus on our previous study. Now here in this second miracle, Jesus heals a centurion servant from a distance. Matthew tells us that Jesus marveled at the centurion's faith. There is only one other occasion in which Jesus marveled, and that was at the unbelief of Israel. Now, here are verses 5-13, through 13, Matthew's account of the healing of the centurion's servant. When Jesus arrived in Capernaum, a Roman army captain came and pled with him to come to his home and heal his servant boy who was in bed, paralyzed, and racked with pain. Yes, Jesus said, I will come and heal him. Then the officer said, Sir, I am not worthy to have you in my home, and it isn't necessary for you to come. If you will only stand here and say, Be healed, my servant will be healed. I know because I am under the authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. And I say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant boy, do this or that, and he does it. And I know you have authority to tell his sickness to go, and it will go. Jesus stood there amazed. Turning to the crowd, he said, I haven't seen faith like this in all the land of Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles, like this Roman officer, shall come from all over the world and sit down in the kingdom of heaven with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and many an Israelite, who, for whom the kingdom was prepared, shall be cast into outer darkness, into the place of weeping and torment. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, Go on home. What you have believed has happened. And the boy was healed that very hour.
Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus performed what we humans would call miracles. I spoke yesterday about the man whom Jesus cured of leprosy. We need to remember that Jesus never performed miracles just to perform miracles. One author wrote that Jesus' miracles were always natural, necessary, and beautiful. They were never theatrical. Today I come to the second miracle recorded in chapter 8, 5 through 13 of Matthew. It concerns the centurion whose servant was sick. Here is Matthew's account of this unusual incident. He writes, When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I will go and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you under my roof. But just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he does, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. The centurion was an officer of Rome, although he himself may have been from Lebanon or from Syria. He was not a Jew, he was a Gentile. His servant was paralyzed and in severe pain. This man came to Jesus to seek healing for his servant. Perhaps Matthew included this incident to demonstrate to his people that Jesus was recognized to be what he claimed to be by the Gentiles. This centurion was remarkable. When he asked Jesus to heal the servant and Jesus said he'd go to heal him, the centurion said, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he does, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. Jesus was astonished at this man's faith, so much so that Jesus said, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. These words force us to again look at what the centurion did and what he said that revealed such tremendous faith. Let's read between the lines. We must. The word centurion means commander of century. That is the commander of a hundred men. They were non-commissioned officers. The centurion was in Herod's army, which was organized along Roman lines of authority. Centurions were the backbone of the military. They maintained discipline in the area assigned to them, and they executed orders from above. Now look at this man. He called Jesus Lord. Now that's a title of respect at the least and deity at the most. From that title alone, it is clear that the centurion considered Jesus above himself. Then when Jesus offered to come to his house to heal the servant, he said that he didn't feel worthy of Jesus' presence in his home. 
similar to John the Baptist who didn't feel worthy to baptize Jesus. This officer felt unworthy to entertain the Lord. But now notice, he suggested that Jesus' presence wasn't necessary. Just a word from him could heal the servant. Until this point in Jesus' history, he hadn't healed anyone at a distance without actually being there. So the centurion's remark is quite remarkable. I wonder if this isn't what Jesus was referring to when he spoke about this man's great faith. He believed in Jesus' word. The greatest faith is that which believes God when he speaks. That doesn't require miraculous acts. Let me back up for a moment and come back to this later. When a Roman centurion spoke, he spoke with the authority of the emperor. His words were, in effect, the emperor's words. If a soldier disobeyed a centurion, it was tantamount to disobeying the emperor. Now, I want to paraphrase what I believe this centurion was saying and what Jesus was hearing. The centurion said, Lord, just say the word and my servant will be healed. When I speak, I speak for the emperor. When you speak, you speak for God. You don't have to be there. God can heal at a distance. Space doesn't mean anything to him or to you, Jesus. I believe this is how the centurion reasoned. He had accepted Jesus to be what he claimed to be, God himself. His word was God's word. When Jesus speaks, God speaks. Jesus is God's word. Interesting. That's what John wrote about in that famous first chapter of the gospel. Defy the centurion and you defy the emperor. Defy Jesus and you defy God. Remarkable faith? Certainly. This Gentile realized that Jesus didn't need ritual, laying on of hands, holy hankies, or some other magic rite. His word alone had the authority and power of God behind it. Now I'll come back to the final verses of this section tomorrow. Little wonder Jesus said, I haven't found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Sometimes Jesus was astonished at the unbelief of the people. But in this case, he was astonished at the faith of a Gentile. Simple faith like a child. Like a child.
It's by faith that the mountains of life are removed, and by faith that you stand in the News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.